and welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the We Have Odd Fetishes But At Least We Don't Like Toilets Brotherhood of the What Do You Say Anime podcast, we'll be reviewing the 1995 ONA Golden Boy. Let's meet today's golden men. First up, the entire episode was devoted to his taste in anime, and hopefully he liked what we picked up. The man, the myth, the legend. We got Haz. Haz, how's it going? It's been it's been a pretty eventful week. I I feel like I came out the end of it a golden man, so I can't wait to talk about talk about this show for sure. Yes, sir. Next up, more of a marmalade boy. He's our lovable MC. We got Jay. Jay, how's it going? It's going well. The person who is getting picked after me, I can tell that they have a foot fetish. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Go on. Oh, uh, next up, he has a foot fetish. He's also the man of president to my Kentaro. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? Oh, God, of course. Oh, why do you want the foot fetish? Um, I'm doing great. Thanks. Our first monitor tonight, his wife nicknamed him Bemo, but not after the motorcycle, but the fun console game from Adventure Time. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Um, I don't, I've never watched Adventure Time, so I'm lost. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I had you there. <laughs> Oh, and Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, we pausing for editing? Like, what, what's going on here? No, okay, that's cool. Yeah, we're here. And I, yeah, Kat, I'm, and Kat did not deny the foot fetish uh, accusation, by the way. So Hey, that, hey, hey. I don't like feet, I, bro. Okay, cool. There we go. That's all we need to get, get out there, I guess. Uh, Golden Boy is what we watched. This aired back in 1995. Uh, took a while. <laughs> Took a while to air too and finish airing the six episode OVA. Uh, finished in 1996 in the summer, so solid nine months for six episodes. Uh, must have been so hard to stream it back then. Wink, wink. Um, shitty joke. Yeah, so we're off to a flying start today. But it was done by Studio APPP. Maybe that was one too many P's, but they basically did nothing but Golden Boy and a couple random OVAs for JoJo's and Fist. <laughs> to the blue sky is that what it was called yeah yep. something along those lines uh, yeah this is an uh, adult cast venture comedy etchy show uh 28 minute episode ovas are rated as well so yeah let's get into uh, our spoiler free section our little first impressions and would we recommend the show or not miles why don't you start us off yeah so um i i wasn't sure what to expect with uh you know golden boy uh has said that was his least favorite option of all the options. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, is this even going to be Hasweek? But then one episode in, I was like, it's going to be Hasweek. So the show like hits you fast and hard, but it's pretty funny. It's also like really horny. Uh, but I think like the cast is like super fun. And like Kentaro is, is like a really, I don't know. I think this show might do like the likable horny guy the best out of anything I've seen. Cause like he, he is really likable. Like he's a cool dude. Um, he's got some unique things about him. So uh, if you can, if you can handle the horny, there's a lot of horny. I would, I would definitely recommend golden boy. I think we knew it was a has show that in the first like minute and a half of the show, <laughs> uh, not just the first episode, but yeah, for sure. I, I, his, he is very horny that this, this guy kind of nuts. Uh, Kat, what about you? Hey, so, uh, when I was looking for a show for Hasweek, 
one of the things that he said to me about finding a show for him is you have to question his existence. You have to uh, go deep into your soul and figure out exactly why this calls to you and exactly why this exists. Um, and when you come back, you're still left with questions. Long-winded answer of what he actually said, but uh, essentially, Hasbrook delivered. I was left questioning why I was, why this show existed, and found myself enjoying it. Like Miles said, it's very horny, but it is a fun show to watch. Not something that I would recommend to people who are like getting into anime, uh, unless I know that they are some, they are some weird uh, people. So, uh, Maybe, you know, that that dude that likes to, uh, I don't know, collect his toenail clippings or something like that. Like, this is the show that I would recommend to them. Uh, not to say it's a bad show. I, I actually kind of like it. But uh, it is also not something that I would recommend to new watchers. Can you imagine this being someone's first anime? Like, Oh, absolutely. So it's like every every like senator or, or politicians like worst worst nightmare of like what anime is and how it corrupts the youth and all the bullshit like that that comes along. They're gonna be they're gonna be licking toilets and huh. Yeah. Uh Jay, what about you? What do you think? Oh yeah, no, this show's gasoline. Like, um I don't agree with a lot of the way like honestly it's weird. I don't really like perverted characters a lot of the time. But Kentaro is just, he hits different for me. He might legitimately, you know, hot take, might be the best protagonist that we've had at Anime Club for me personally. Like, he might be my favorite out of all the ones we've... That's uh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I he's likable for sure, but I don't know. That's Someone. That's There's got to be someone. Let Jay cook. Let Jay cook. <laughs> no, I don't, I can't think of anybody. Any what about like Joe from Megalobox? Nah, Kentaro would win. <laughs> what about the MC from Guilty Crown? Oh fuck no. that guy! He's even I worse. I know. He's he just called him Hitler. I remember. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he did turn into. He Hitler. did have a Hitler. On <laughs> yeah, you know, he gave Bochi an eight. True. Jay also oh, gave. So yes, eight. I would recommend this to someone if you're not like, as long as you're not like you know kind of squeamish about the pervy stuff, then I would recommend this. And honestly, if you can look past it, then you'll probably still enjoy it. So. Yeah, definitely recommend. I, I agree with that. Uh, it is perverted, but like I do agree with you too that it's easy to look past if you like just stop paying attention to it. Which mm-hmm. you know, not in every episode, but in most episodes, it is it is easy to look past. I think. Uh, Pete, what about you? Yeah, I, I I've known of Golden Boy for a while. Just based off what I've heard, it's always been kind of a deterrent of why I never got into it. Just as I've gotten older. That type of stuff really hasn't really resonated with me as much, but Golden Boy is definitely the exception to this because this show was fucking hilarious in an era where probably sexual harassment at work was pretty common. Uh, this this was pretty tame for what I was expecting. I would recommend this to honestly a lot of people as long as you give them the warning of like this is what the show is about. Like just be prepared because. Even someone like me, who's this is not my go-to bag, I thought it was incredible. So, yeah, I would recommend this to a lot of people, just with the the trigger warning of like what they're getting into. Fair enough. Uh, and Haz, what about you? 
Yeah, man. Golden Boy, I mean, I feel like Golden Boy, at least when within certain crowds of anime, is pretty popular. I feel like most people know what Golden Boy is. If you if you into anime, at least. So I knew this shit was... I, I knew it was popping. Um, and the first few episodes, they, they was gas. I'm not going to lie. They was cooking. I think... I think, you know, a lot... It, I sort of said this to Miles and a few other people. It gave me big FLCL vibes, but for like horny people, right? For, <laughs> for like, for like a slightly not that FLCL isn't, you know, it don't got in moments, but like this is for a different crowd, you know. This is for the you woke up and you was like, "What is one dollar at the bargain bin for anime?" And you was like eight and and like going through shit, and you saw big titties and you picked it up, right? That's the vibe. And it's all aesthetic, and they got nice sunsets. It's a very warm color palette. Makes you feel nostalgic as fuck. I love it. It's great. Highly recommend. Um, of course, every, as everyone said, though, it is horny. So if you can't handle that, you know, that's tough. You're going to miss no out on some good stuff. No has weak if they can't handle horny. I don't got, like, you're not here right now expecting, like, <laughs> tame shit. What is this? Fucking suits and ties. We out here... Mud wrestling and shit. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we out here mud wrestling. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think everyone else already did a pretty good job summing up the first few episodes. If you, you can probably watch the show for five minutes and and know if it'll be for you or not, or if you're able to tolerate it because it starts off hot, and it slows down a little bit, but it really doesn't slow that much. It's it's just uh, a lot. And it was a little too much for me at times, but I still enjoyed it. The, the, the comedy in it is very, very funny, I think. Uh, and it's not always reliant on him being horny, being the butt of the joke, too. Like, there is actual good comedy and, and clever dialogue, witty dialogue. Good dubbing, in my opinion, as well. That, that makes it a little easier to watch. So I would recommend this to... I, I don't know. Like I'd recommend this to people who know about anime and understand that some shows just got to hit those, check those boxes, right? You know, and with the subject matter, especially it, it is too. But would would not recommend this to everyone, though. Definitely would not recommend it to everyone. So yeah, let's get into our spoilers. I mean, it's not that reliant on the plot of the show, but it does all come together. So it is. Uh, I would suggest uh, pausing us. It's only a three-hour show. Uh, if you want to go watch it for. But yeah, does anyone have a specific talking point that they'd like to start on? Do we want to just start off right away with uh, what our favorite episode was or what our favorite character I think was? we should talk about why uh, Kentaro is so cool. Why <laughs> what, make, what makes him cool? Like, it, I, I, like, I don't know. I just think he has this, like, because I think both Jay and I said we don't normally like horny characters. Yes. And then I liked Kentaro, and then Jay's like, Kentaro is the best MC in the history of media. That's a direct quote. And <laughs> um, Kentaro is the best MC in the history of media. That <laughs> <laughs> um, is now a quote. We're, we're, we're adding that to the soundboard. I had a thing, but um, th there was like a few like. The fact that he like went to Tokyo U for law and like got all the credits and then just left is I feel like such a Chad move that it's impossible not to like him. Like it's something that's technically I think in 
only downside. There's technically no upside to that move, but that's why it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I I think like Kentaro, I'm gonna steal a point uh from a video essay about life is strange and no more heroes. Kentaro is like you know, he's perverted and he has all these like things that I think most people would associate with bad character design. But I think what, what ends up happening is uh, a lot of uh, etchy shows or like shows that rely on sexual comedy rely on this sort of, it, it's all fluffy, right? Like it's, it's, it's comfort anime in a weird way for horny people. I, I was telling Pete before. And as a result, I think the characters themselves, there's not much there. The MCs are all the same right? or some shit. Whereas Kentaro like has like, despite him being a pervert, like he has a goal to like learn every episode. Like there's something about him that's redeeming and charming in a in a weird way, even if he is this huge pervert. So I think that that also helps that you know he's what what's his saying? He's like so uh so educate uh he's, he says some shit like he's always learning or some shit every episode. Or some variation on that. So, so educational. So educational every every episode, and I think that's like his driving point. And and you know they frame it as he's the guy who might save the world one day. I think that's super cool. You could be this misfit and and still have a a, a system. Yeah. You know, has I like your point, but you know earlier you said it was FLCO for horny people. I just want to clarify something. This is not FLCO for horny people. This is Mushi She. For horny people. <laughs> okay. Okay. Episodic I, solving problems in small Japanese villages. It's mushi shi. Ah, Well, I mean, that sounds. I believe it. I can't. I can't argue against that. I think I would agree. I think what makes Kentaro so cool is like with other MCs, they show like their flaws and their weaknesses, and it's like. Oh, I grew up poor and now I want to be rich, or I grew up weak and now I want to be strong. And Kentaro's weakness is like he gets super horny over toilets. And I think he just says out loud what a lot of people would be thinking at those certain moments. And that those are his flaws. And the fact that he's like a super smart genius that can solve all these problems with like whether it's programming overnight or if it's teaching kids how to swim. His problem-solving abilities is just really unique and fun to a story that, I guess, only is seen in Bushishi, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought he's just like a, a bundle of fun the, with just like the right amount of... If you're gonna throw in horny, there's like a level before it spills over the cup. His is like right at the top. Like, that's the, just the perfect amount of horny for me. He's a karate master too, Pete. You forgot Oh, yeah, that. no. I, <laughs> There's some manga um, spoilers that I know of him that he is, he's a very unique individual. So, so I, I feel like Kentaro is almost like a likable Hank Pym, if, if I'm going to like point to another, uh, another nerdy medium of Marvel. Like, everything about him, like, on paper seems like something that you would hate. Uh, but, but like, uh, Pete said it's it's something that uh, it seems like something that someone would actually have like it's not just like cliche type of like flaws but it's like 
he he's very human in an inhuman way, kind of. So like just the way that he the way he goes about life. What I'm getting. I I wouldn't mind if he like. I guess he doesn't technically succeed in in his levels like even despite his levels of horny like with any of the girls so to speak they all fall in love with him somehow in the anime anime, (laughs) i should say too i well that's the thing like maybe that's why i was biased sitting there watching the show knowing that apparently he just hooks up with everyone after the anime finishes but uh, even like the fact that they don't arrest him sometimes it was like jesus christ like this guy is uh like this is too horny for I guess so. He's just so smooth that he makes them all fall in love with him. And again, it was like fun how it culminated together at the end. But it's just like, dude, you are like, it, I don't know. For for me, Pete, that cup, it, it, the water, the surface tension was not bubbling. It was spilling all over my table at certain points where I was just like, this is just too much. And it wasn't just him, the fucking chick in the motorcycle. That was I get it, it was Pete. funny at t- at points, but it like the dialogue, her inner dialogue was funny. It's but like, fiction. did we need to see her humping the motorcycle yes. for yes. thirty seconds? Yes, yes. we it did. Was yes, we- <laughs> it was necessary to the plot. Ah, yes. You just yeah. you don't you get Bimo. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, Bimo. Look, Bimo. men aren't fast. Motorcycles are fast. That's why she's having sex with her motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> I think I um, uh, I say, God forbid yeah, she go ever ahead. rides a horse. I, I think <laughs> seriously. I also think like, <laughs> the the contrast of like him being so horny is contrasted by like the women in the show are like mostly in control like the entire time, which I think is kind of unique. Where like at at every point, it's like it's always the ladies that are running the show essentially, and Kataro is fixing the problem, but like. They are kind of like the staple in the story of like who is the hierarchy, and it's always them. So I thought that was like a really cool contrast because usually it's like the etchy harem MC is all, all the girls are always fawning over him, but like this is a little different, and I like that style. So essentially, Kentaro is a power bottom. I think I think he adamantly admits that. <laughs> I think at yeah. one point he says, "Please dominate me, mommy," to the <laughs> to the swim teacher. What, when he has that, when I, he's in the dominatrix suit or whatever, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's, a, that's the exact quote. Cannot I know, blame I, I know him. I, I'm 10 days late on this, but you mean he is submissive. A bottom does not necessarily mean they are submissive. It just means they take it. Is he breedable? He, I mean, yeah, he has a ponytail. So yeah, like, yeah. Huh? <laughs> submissive and breedable? I don't know. I might be telling him myself. I'm cutting my head. Um, <laughs> like, cutting hey, my did head. you guys know that in terms of male and female? Yeah, no. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, one I thing I w- wanted to say, it's okay. You've been. <laughs> it's a, it's no, I did day. that on purpose. I did oh, okay. it on purpose. I'm glad we moved on. Now. I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. So, Trent, Trent was telling me about this show, and he told me. In not so many words, he was comparing it to Seinfeld. And so he talks about how they all get arrested at the end of Seinfeld. And then what he meant to imply was, like, instead of people, like, coming against Kentaro, like, they come in, like, favor for him. But he says they testify on his behalf. That was the words he used. So I was waiting this entire show for Kentaro to get arrested. <laughs> and then he just never did. But it, it, but, but it made me watch the show on, like, the edge of my seat. Because every time he was, like, sniffing the toilet or whatever, I'm like, this is it. He's going to get arrested. <laughs> and when he does the thing in episode six, 
with like he accidentally like cuts the guy's hair like in that split second before like the hair comes i'm like did he accidentally kill this guy like that's what was going through my head because i thought he got arrested (laughs) he just never did uh, but it really enhanced my enjoyment of the series. So th- thank you, Trent. <laughs> when when did you feel most assured that the police would come and arrest Kentaro? Okay, so uh, there's a few places. In, in episode six, he had not been arrested, right? So mm-hmm. I, I was thinking maybe the end of episode five, but that didn't happen. So I'm like, episode six, you know, he has this like boss who's like on him who isn't a girl. So like, maybe this is finally it. Okay. So he starts like, licking that toilet or whatever um Mm. like like a true degenerate which is mostly the only part that was always too much for me like i get being horny but like holy shit chill dude and so i was like okay he's gonna get arrested but then he didn't no one cared (laughs) and then he like i thought he was gonna stab the guy and then when that didn't happen i was like is this guy just never gonna get arrested (laughs) so i just I guess I just I find it fascinating. You thought Kentaro six episodes deep was violent enough to stab somebody. No, it was an accident. But I thought like maybe, you know, like he accidentally stabs him. He gets taken in by the police. But then the girls are like, there's no way he would have intentionally stabbed someone because I gave him every opportunity and he Mm -hmm. didn't take it. Um, and then he would still get arrested because of the Japanese penal system. <laughs> and then it would, yeah. And then yes, well, it does get a little political afterwards. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that was like a plot point. I kind of do want. I kind of want to spoil the manga, but we can, we we, do we can just give a warning and say most of us are not gonna go read it after. I think uh, we're all. Uh, well, I listen to some of the reviews, and but I will deafen for that if you do it because I do yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll pass on. Yeah. Let's okay. Yeah. So I have our our favorite episodes from that. If anyone's curious, what the, the okay. final results for our our group's final uh, episodes were. Run it. Um. So our favorite episode was episode six, which I think makes sense. I bet everyone liked that. It had a really satisfying ending. We then had episode five as our second favorite. So, uh, Pat, broom, you're broom, you're baby. alone on that one. Then we had episode one, episode three tied for third, and then four, and then two coming in like a pretty distant last. It was a bit interesting to me, um, but let's let's discuss the episodes, I guess, because there's only six of them. Yeah, does that make sense to everyone? Yeah, Just yeah, sort yeah. of run through those? Okay. Yeah. Episode one, what did people like? What did they not like? This was one of my lesser favorites, but I'll go after because I think people mostly enjoyed it, so... Been well, here about two miles. Don't worry. I was, I was like, Jesus, this is what we're watching, and I thought it got better. Actually, yeah, uh, I agree. I, I think episode one is just really good at setting the tone for the entire show. Um, I think, and I think, because uh, we'll probably discuss some of the more uh, ridiculous things that happen in later episodes, but I think that episode one is just the right level of ridiculous that it allows the story to do both. Some of the things that um happen in later episodes, like I uh, think, like the, with the bike stuff, and also some of the more, I would say, grounded stories. Grounded, being used with quotes, because <laughs> it is it is still anime, but yeah, I think it's a really good uh, tone setter. Yeah, mimicking okay. what Has says, I think it did set the tone just based off of the humor as well. Where like he learned how to type because he like got a piece of paper and drew a keyboard and was practicing. 
Yeah. Like I think like that stuff really set the tone with like not like the gag humor, but sort of like the subtle humor that we got in Golden Boy. But then we also got like the perverted humor where we first see him cleaning toilets or going into the women's locker room and they're really showing like everybody changed their clothes. So I think it just like if you liked episode one, you knew right away that you were going to like the rest of the show. And then kind of like the flip at the end where we kind of found out that like, oh, Kentaro's super smart and he solved all the problems because he's a fucking genius. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Like that's, I didn't really honestly see that coming. So yeah, I just like a great tone setter is like the focal point. Yeah, I enjoyed the first episode. Um, yeah, I agree with what everyone else said that it's a fantastic tone setter. Yeah, I think it really just sets up Kentaro's character well that, you know, he's the type of person where he loves to learn, and even if he's, like, put at a disadvantage, he'll figure out a way to, like, learn to do what he wants. We get the view of, like, you know, him drawing in his notebook and stuff like that, so we get an idea of, like, how important that is to him. And I think that overall, like, yeah, it's just, like, a super good intro to the series, and prepares you for what you're going to get into for the rest of it hopefully my my biggest qualm with it one it, for whatever reason the fact that he swallowed the spit made me want to die though i, mm. I get that's gonna be hot for some people <laughs> yeah. but for me i feel like kentaro's like a really smart dude and like this episode he seemed dumb like it was it was sort of like pete was saying like a plot twist that he was smart at the end like I was ready to like just murder him when he was like, "Oh, I gotta save energy," and then he just like unplugs their fucking router, and then that I knew ugh. <laughs> that hurt me as well. That hurt, yeah, I, that hurt. Uh, yeah, especially in the nineties. Of that, and that's a funny thing about this show too. Sorry to cut in here. But no, go ahead. The, a lot. This is like pre people knew about cell phones, right? So like, that's I always love watching these shows and thinking about like. You know, some of the things that happen in the show are pre before people even knew really how powerful computers would be or how easy phones and like communication would be, too. So the idea that he's just traveling around and doing various random jobs and is hard to track down kind of makes sense. Like, it, it, I thought that that was a really cool aspect of the show. at least. Oh, I yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I just I, I don't know. To me, this whole bit where like because like in the next episode, we'll talk about you see that he's like helping the girl psychologically because he's like assessed her and everything. And like, I thought that was fun, but like for this one, it was like, he was also, he was amazing at computers, but he also was so dumb that he ruined everything. And like, I I feel like in the other ones, he never really like ruins the stuff. He just is helpful. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So that's why I like the dynamic of this one a little less than the others he just offers a new perspective in the others yeah. it seems like rather than like you said in this one yeah he definitely I, like i don't know just how the fuck i guess oh well whose excuse is he practiced computer coding on a piece of paper which i mean which is funny <laughs> that was really <laughs> a funny gag right like that was a great gag but it was also just like how fucking ridiculous is this show it, it, it did definitely come out and just punch you in the face and and not just the etchy, but also like like we've talked about the just ridiculous things he does and the way he he acts. But um, I I yeah I agree with Miles. I think the yeah that that spit scene made me squirm. I I really thought <laughs> when people do that like 
or send that gif because it's a very popular gif on discord and everything i thought for sure that that was just like photoshopped or edited or something <laughs> like no that is the real thing that happens <laughs> like uh that's about as lucky as he gets in the show too i oh i guess other than you know the swimming scene. the swimming scene yeah i um, i gotta assume he had sex with the motorcycle woman because there, she would not go to help him out without banging him first. <laughs> she didn't catch up to she, him. She he, he got she, away. Yeah, but they met up again. Yeah, she's like, "I'll deliver your like she frames." Yeah, if, if I, you fuck me, I'll I assume that he paid. <laughs> I assume he paid for it in sex. Hell yeah! Yeah, the motorcycle wh- girl is or the, the episode sixes. Oh, that's even more fun. I like that because it's. About them making an anime episode. The self insert them. I will talk about it when we get there. Oh my yeah, God, the, so the, with the actual images of the of the <laughs> office desk. That was really good. Oh, yeah. that was awesome too. That yeah. was so funny. <laughs> I assume that that's the self insert, or I guess there were a couple. Well, no, when the manga the manga comes in, and and he's like, like we have to be careful. It's the world's most handsome mangaka or whatever. Oh, and it's just like the yeah, because okay. they yeah. were making Golden Girl, right? So like it was just. Yeah. Yeah, and the the name of the Golden Boy mangaka is literally Tetsuya Ingawa, the same as they used in the show. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Though. I, yeah, that that bit was hilarious. I guess I don't. I mean, that's we were pretty much done with episode one time at anyway. So I guess yeah, yeah. just skip uh, over episode six. It's fine. Why? Not? Yeah, it's <laughs> worth, why not? Much like Kentaro, we go wherever the wind takes us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're all learning. Study hard. Study. Yeah, hard, study, 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 study. <laughs> Um, so episode two, uh, the girl in it is uh, the daughter of a politician, and she is like, I guess, trying to manipulate Kentaro. Um, and so the plot sort of revolves around her getting off on her ability uh, to manipulate him. But really, Kentaro was manipulating her the entire time. 40 chess. Which um, I thought was fucking hilarious when she read his diary and it was like, I wonder if her issues with her father are why she, <laughs> she was just like, oh yeah, my so god, she's a exactly, daddy con. Yeah, like, that's exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, but this was our lowest rated episode. So did do you guys just like it less than the other ones or, or do you have any problems with it or whatever? We can start. I honestly I... confused it with the next one. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I... I kind of liked it less than a um than the first like because episode six comes right after episode five obviously but like episode five was like was so fucking good to me because that was the viral episode that's the one where you see all the uh the uh the clip of him riding down the the power line and going off the cliff like that's hilarious to me um it, this one just kind of felt. Not necessarily lower energy, but lower energy. And I I, I didn't really vibe with that as much. So um, I, it was a great bit uh, with him, like uh, with him manipulating the manipulation type manipulation type thing. But for me, it was uh, it just felt a little bit lower energy than I than I wanted than the show had uh, like set out. To me, so I'm comparing the Golden Boy episodes to Satoshi Kon movies, where okay, you you, so, ha- you have to rank a Satoshi Kon movie last, even if it's okay. fucking great. 
there's their least favorite or worst Satoshi Kon movie. So this is the paprika. This of... is the oh, this is actually the Tokyo Godfathers for me. Oh, oh, <laughs> yes. dare you? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Tokyo Godfather. It's yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like Tokyo Godfather is my least favorite Satoshi Kon movie. Fucking amazing film, but something's gotta come and last. Same here. Uh, episode two was hilarious. I loved it. Like you said, the journalist part was great, but there was something missing that I didn't have in the other ones, and that's why it's gotta come and last. But still, a hilarious episode. I loved it. I think I like that one. Yeah, that one was probably in my top three or four. But even then, like, that's only out of five. Six, yeah, there's only so. um, <laughs> hot take. I really lo- I liked it, but I just yeah, hot take that there's six episodes. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked the. I I, don't know, I I guess I liked the girl a lot in this one more than I liked five for sure because I again I don't know like she. It was interesting, to try and see like what her motivations were or try and figure that out. Um, I think this one really just like made sure that if you didn't fully get grasp to what the show was from the first episode, this one like really spelled it out for you. Like it made it very, very clear what, what, what to expect going forward. Which... I don't really have much to say on this. I'll be real. Uh, one of those episodes that and then not my mind, but I remember having a good time. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, uh, I, 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 full disclosure. I think golden boy is super entertaining. Um, but I also uh, believe it's entertaining in a very casual sense. So, you weren't taking yeah. notes. That's off of. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't giving it the proper respect. Clearly, do we have to when we do a mile show week? We all have to take <laughs> notes. Oh right? no, I, I don't even take notes for D and D night on every episode. It should be a, sh- a show that you can only understand if you take notes on every episode. You should have True. to consult Wikipedia multiple times. So uh, we'll, and, just, and we'll just we'll just put on the Higurashi again, like that's that's what we're gonna do. Because um, I'm not taking notes for anything except for Higurashi, and I'm gonna make Preston do it for me. So he, he already has like seventy pages of them or something. Exactly, he's gonna four. have three more. <laughs> okay. Um. Go. So ep- episode three, I think, is like a a bit of a mixed bag episode for like our group. I think people had it high or low i i know i was high on it but it's the it's the ramen shop episode with noriko where she's thinking about getting engaged to the yakuza guy and so what i really appreciated about this episode was i thought it like showed the range that this show has because like golden boy's got some range this is like a pretty wholesome little episode and kentaro was like not very horny in it and i i appreciated that i thought that was like really cool I thought that the plot was neat and intriguing. Um, I thought it was, you know, I, there's the scene where he like beats the guy up and he's like, I can't believe that I've like unleashed my master's power for something so silly. And like, to me, that just makes him so cool. Like that comes out of nowhere. And it's just like, he's like, Oh, this dude's like a fucking black belt. Okay. <laughs> and you I just had no idea. And I like that too, because like the show has already kind of proven to you too that he has a bunch of just random ass skills because yeah. he's so educated. You know, he's got traveled a bunch, so it's a, that I didn't mind him all of a sudden being like, "Oh yeah, no, I could kick this guy's ass if I had to," but I didn't really want to if I didn't have to. Uh, the, the jerk off scene too. Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. When the guy, like, like Rifle said it, the Looney Tunes bit where uh, <laughs> they're doing the skipper undoing their shirt, and then he buttons it back he up, comes, and the guy's like, comes back what? In and oh, yeah. I'll go below, and zip, <laughs> yeah. zips it back up, 
And then the guy grabs his hand and is like, oh, yeah, feeling it. And fucking kisses. That shit was. It was like, in the corkscrew. Corkscrew kiss. Yeah, some bullshit like that. Like, again, that was where I thought, like, the the horny bullshit was, like, kind of funny and, and, and more tame, I guess. I also really liked the quote at one point. Uh, it's the first time he meets the Yakuza guy. I, I think I put it in the chat. He says, uh, the, the Yakuza guy goes, oh, you have no respect for me. And he goes, uh, no, like, like very, like, lately just goes like, uh, no. Yeah. Like he doesn't even like think about it. And it was just, I, again, that was credits to the dub for being so excellent. I think this episode though, I agree with you miles that it was very like wholesome throughout. Like, like at the really end nice. when he's like, the flowers are for whoever you love. Right. You told me that. And like, it was like him kind of like rejecting her in like a very a gentle way, kind, right? gentle way. I don't know. It was, I was, I was just, I don't necessarily know if on paper it's my favorite episode, but like just the range after the first two was like, I was like, damn golden boy. You're like, yeah. it was weird. Cause it was really in the pocket, but that's what made it so out of pocket, you know? <laughs> yeah, stay golden, golden boy. <laughs> um, anyone else have thoughts on this one? It, uh, it's, it's also, I think pretty good coming off of episode two, just because not to be no prude or nothing, but like I get the manipulation shit, but sometimes I was a little uncomfortable watching the whole like schoolgirl etchy shit. I don't know if I'm getting old these days or something, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting up there in age and I'm saying that. Uh, but I thought this was a good way to even it out, you know, because this was really wholesome, like you said. I also, I, I also just um, really enjoyed. Um, sort of the the like it almost felt like a like a draw like a like a real dramatic event because it was so less etchy. I don't know if anyone else felt that, but like when they were on the bridge and talking, and like the guy started yelling, like I was I was like invested, like like my heart hurt a little when they tried to play it off, and she was crying. I was like, damn, sis, like you ain't have to go through all that. So yeah, I think I think episode three hit a little harder in the feels for real, because of it. So, no no edging shit. I was middle of the road with this one. I I think it was not my worst. Uh, like what Pat said, definitely in my top four. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so was, we're in my top six Golden yeah, Boy yeah, episodes. Did, sure, yeah. did it medal? Did it medal? Maybe. <laughs> It was top four, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was solid. That does not <laughs> answer my question. It was top four, <laughs> and it wasn't one, two, or three. Yeah, it was just, it was yeah. just nice, to, like not be horny for a second, like pop the brakes for a little bit, and then get back into it later. So yeah, it was a nice uh, rest stop. Yeah, and the, the the strokes were different, folks. Too. I mean, there's there's <laughs> there's still tits on the screen too at different points in the episode. They just weren't yeah the woman that was like involved in the show, which was kind of, yeah yeah it. It, the range of the show truly incredible yep. so next up we have the one that definitely awoken something and has because he kept messaging me about it which is, oh pete are you a fan of this one oh too? best the girl one? this is best girl right here oh this is best girl. That's best girl. damn me and pete on the same page wow i should have made ranked choice for the best girl that was really really dumb of me you should um okay so pete you want to take us away on episode four then I mean, this is honestly maybe not one of my favorite episodes, but um, I just loved uh, Ayuko or whatever her name is the the swimming teacher. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big fan of her. Big fan of her design. Um, 
Okay, so you know how, like, the spinning thing got, like, that uh, sends shivers up your guys' spine? This is me with, like, the kids, like, shitting their pants <laughs> and, like, throwing up in the pool. I'm like, oh, my God, now they have to evacuate the pool. Oh, that's what was going through my mind. I wasn't laughing. I was like, oh, gross. Oh, dude, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I-, I got shit on twice while I was watching that episode, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you, must love the- you must have loved episode four, then. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is what I deal with. Cooper throws up on me as I'm thinking that. Like, <laughs> but I want to quote the 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 Wikipedia for this episode. There's one comment and it says, why the fuck did they censor his boner but not the tits? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, a fun, this is a fun episode. Yeah, um, the swimming scene where uh, he inhales something. That was That was good, yeah. And I, I just like the end conclusion. It's like the little kids really look up the coach Kentaro. I was like, ah, that's just adorable. Yeah, man. This this episode, this was this was it. This was it, baby. First off, shout out Ayuko, top tier, golden girl number, gold medalist, gold medalist. That's a boss. That's a boss. That's a girl boss. If I've ever seen one. The Olympics um, too. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? Different level, different caliber. And she loses and, to Kentaro. You know, Kentaro, Kentaro is a is a man of many talents. You feel me? And and Kentaro, Kentaro is a Kirby main in Smash Bros. You feel me? And it's not it's not like his fault that he's that good. You feel me? Is, he, is it because he sucks everything up? Like, yeah. What's the? Yeah, that's the Kirby joke. Yeah, when you when you sailing in the seas, bro, sometimes your boat gets hit, you know, and, and you got to If you can't if you can't realign that, that's up for you. And that's the Bible verse is that problem. Like, like really, Exodus six thirteen is something. Oh no. It was it was it was great, and it was really wholesome too. I think I think this had the good ratio to of horny right and like wholesome sit and like the absurdity of the horniness too because obviously you know you could make it like a little more tame but like it was still golden boy and i still felt like yeah you know kentaro would be the the hero to the little kids he's a little grown-ass kid himself and i thought it was so cool i agree the horny was like the ratio of like wholesome to horny in this episode is really good too i think this is my second favorite one um, well, it's coming back. So, what yeah. I said, it's coming back next episode. Oh, the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. It, it turns all the way around. Uh, and yeah, makes sense. This is Pete's best girl because he's got her tattooed on his arm. You know, so. Where is As she? you should. There she, there she oh, is. yeah. She, yeah. Okay. That's, there she that's is. a baddie. That's a baddie. That was quick work by your by your artist, Pete. That's impressive. Honestly. Quick turnaround. For the episode. Yeah. Episode five is peak fiction. Yes. Um, objectively, a top four episode. So this one, this I one disagree. Actually, <laughs> yeah. So this one, I'll, I'll be quick for mine because I've already talked a little bit, a little bit. But I think this shows the other end of the range of Golden Boy, and that's why I liked it because not only is this probably the horniest episode. It's also the most insane. Just like things have been relatively grounded as far as physics go in Golden Boy, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's 
some like animation stuff, but he rides a bike on power lines in this out of nowhere that randomly adds a bunch of fourth wall breaking jokes where he's like, you can't fire me. I haven't had a plot line yet. Like there hasn't been a side plot. And then he goes camping to try to find a side plot, which is amazing. I love that. Um, that was really funny. I like that <laughs> yeah. too. People's thoughts on episode five. My favorite scene was, was the Yakuza like, self-satisfaction like the yakuza boss like introduction when you meet the woman and she's talking to kintaro uh about like what her 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 and her bimo baby baby get up to and it's just like a very over it's just shot in the most wild way and it's kintaro's just standing there and i think that's i think like you said it shows the range of the show because it seems like something that would happen in Golden Boy. I didn't feel like I was taken out, and that's really some expert writing right there, if you ask me. This episode was crack. Like, it was okay. Like, it was fucking insane. Uh, just the amount of <laughs> the amount of fun that I had during this episode. I was on the floor the entire episode. It was, like, it was hilarious, and just the the amount of it feels like you're a lawyer who just took some who just took cocaine to get through a hard case, and just at the end getting done and then getting that huge paycheck. This is what this is what I feel like this would be like because it's 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 fucking hilarious and like. I, I understand why this why this episode is clipped all the time and why it is such a viral clip why it is such a viral anime thing. It it makes so much sense to me and I love it. Okay, yeah, I just really enjoyed this episode quite a bit. I thought that the um, racing shots were pretty beautifully done. I think the backgrounds were going crazy in this episode when they were racing and stuff like the mountain pass and everything. Skybox was, uh, I'm using a video game term, but, you know, the sky was beautifully uh, painted and everything. It really just reminded me a lot of why I love old school anime, which is just like the hand-drawn detail. I know that it's not sustainable anymore, and I understand why it's changed, but the hand-drawn detail from those old school anime, like Golden Boy, I think that it just really adds like another layer of soul to the art of it. And that was like the big one of the big draws of this episode for me is I guess it just it really reminded me in a lot of ways of what I enjoy about 80s anime from the art to like the racing to character designs to the humor to everything. I think that this episode encapsulates what made me really enjoy Golden Boy in general is just encapsulating that feeling of 80s anime. I guess uh, it was just the horny and then like like miles said like they'd pretty much been grounded in physics for the most part up to this point for it to become so absurd like him chasing down a a, a bike a literal motorbike up hills with a bike with a with a physical hand bike or, or whatever you, i guess foot, pedal bike it was just like jesus christ like what 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 can the what can't uh kentaro do which i wish he died i have to say it <laughs> Yeah. I wish he died. Yeah, I thought I would have thought that would have been so fucking funny. Has so anyone seen Eastbound and Down? I have. No, no, but I want to watch it. I know. Okay. It. 
I've seen everything else from Danny McBride. Um, so at the end of the, do you care about a scene? No, I don't care. It's okay. Um, so at the end of the first season, they don't know if they're getting renewed or not. So they have him just die in this horrible fucking car crash. And that was the first episode I saw. I was just like going through TV one day and I was like, oh, this is this is what a funny thing. And it's like, oh, this guy must be the main character. Then he just drives off a cliff or whatever and fucking explodes and it cuts to black. And I'm like, that's the best TV I've ever seen. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, and I kind of wish it had done that because as much as I would have missed Kentaro, I would have loved for him to go doing what he loved, um, which was biking and studying. Um, so... And lastly, we have episode six, which is a cool anime original episode about how working in an anime studio is awful. So nice tie in to Zom 100 from this week. Mm-hmm. This was cool because it like brought everything together in like a really neat way. And like that's like just always such a fun trope. Um, so I imagine people have like good things to say about this one. Um, anyone want to start us off? Yeah, this is like my second. This is my second favorite episode of the whole thing. I loved like, yeah. I'm also really glad that the show ended here. Like, we don't get a season two type of thing. Like, I just think Golden Boy is cemented in Legacy because of the six episodes that we got and for what it was. And I think they accomplished everything that they wanted to do. And it just it just ended on a fantastic. So, yeah, big fan of episode six. It made me laugh a lot. Like, a lot of this, like, we talked about the self-referential humor a little bit earlier. But I also felt like I learned something about anime production to some extent too, which was cool. How educational! I know. Yeah. Great. It makes study, you study. study. Yeah. Study, study, <laughs> study, study, study. I would say for me, best my best girl was in a Chie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really fun and nice. Um, uh, I thought it was so funny too when he, like Kintaro, like takes the blame by uh, like uh, when the tea spills or whatever, and he just goes. Oh, he just starts rubbing it, rubbing yeah. it, like, and and then so she gets pissed at him instead of her. Uh, uh, I thought that that was a fun little way to show his how it, maybe his horniness can help him at times be a, a good empathetic person or a caring or or vice versa that his horniness can be uh, misconstrued or, or or misconstrue him even though he was probably just trying to you know like soften the blow for the uh, for Chie or whatever. Cool. I, I, I just I really like this episode. The, the, the tying together trope is really nice. I like it when, when everything is a nice little neat little bow at the top, you know, and everything makes sense. And there's a rel- there's a reason why we learn so much about each of these different characters and who they were. I thought that that's really fun. Yeah, no, sorry. I agree. Um, the sixth episode, it, the way that it just tied everything together was beautiful, in my opinion. I loved like the. I love to look into, like, anime production and stuff. That was great. Obviously, like, you know, relatable to ZOM 100. Also, kind of reminded me a bit about how they go, like, inside baseball and, like, Oshinoko about stuff sometimes. Um, they don't really do anime production in Oshinoko at any point, but they do talk about, like, manga and it getting adapted to other things. So kind of similar. But, like, I love, like, the scene where... Kintaro is just getting all of the former girls to like help out and everything was just excellent to me. I really enjoyed watching everything come together and just seeing how they all were like how he affected all of their lives so much to where that they would like travel. 
some of them travel across the country to go help this random animation studio, more or less. And, yeah, like, the ending, whenever uh, Kentaro just leaves and picks all of his stuff up and goes, and then they're all like, well, we have to catch up with him, and they're all, like, in the car, or uh, yeah, on the going motorcycle, after him. chilling with each other. It's like, damn, this he's kind of got, like, a Scott Pilgrim type thing going <laughs> yeah. on in reverse. <laughs> I loved it. I think that this was a great way to wrap up a very funny series. And yeah, like I think that the last two episodes really captured the the feelings of the the, the entire series for me neatly. I, yeah, I like that the range you had just mentioned, like people were going across the country. The range of tasks they do include like making people ramen for when they're hungry, which is like what a reasonable thing to do to developing animation software specifically for this like podunk studio and like abandoning all their other work. It was just an amazing scale of tasks to be completed. Um, Based on what you guys saw, would you have watched the Valley where the demon cries? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a demon running through traps. Oh, the movie? Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, no, I would have watched that, absolutely. It it looks like it's a bit out of um, Cabin in the Woods. Like, it's one of the things that, like, has to, you know, I don't know if anyone's seen Cabin in the Woods, but, like, yes. okay. it's like Very a kindergarten movie. class in Japan that, like, defeats a demon. Yeah. <laughs> second to last, like, game that was running. Um, so like I don't know, it's just because there were kindergartners and a demon, I like in my head that it's like from the cabin in the woods, folks. Yeah. I think we all enjoyed the show uh a good amount. Um do we have any other topics and stuff we want to bright bring up before we wrap up? I think we're pretty good. Yeah, it was neat having like a six episode episodic thing so we could just literally go through all of it. Um, yeah. all right, let's do our closing thoughts then. Uh, Miles. Uh, what are your closing thoughts and your final score for this, uh, golden boy? Yeah. So I had, I had a lot of fun with golden boy. Um, I thought it was a good, good has week show, maybe too good for a has week show, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like, like, like I learned something and I feel like I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to come out confused, Mm -hmm. but regardless, it was a, it was a lot of a fun time and there was a lot of like (laughs) moments. Um, you know, which I, I know has, is a fan of. So I think ultimately we've succeeded. Um, for me, this is an eight out of 10. It's like a little too horny sometimes. Um, but I did, I mean, I just had a fun, good time and, you know, it's not like, uh, it it was good. It was really good. Eight out of 10. Sounds like Bakamonogatari or something like that all over again. (laughs) Yes. That whole series, I guess. Yeah, this um, is this is less offensively horny than Pokemonogatari is, in my opinion. <laughs> so. I think it's less less offensively horny, but it's as horny or more horny, I would say. Yeah, but overall. none of them are Hachikuji, so or children. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's <laughs> why. So yeah, the offensive part, fair. Like you know what you're getting when you, you sign up for this show. I guess you do with Monogatari too. But either way, that's. Uh, Cat, what about you? I had a lot of fun with the show. I wasn't I wasn't really expecting to. Um Hasweek has been a little bit of um honestly a return of when I first started getting into anime. Where it was like I I didn't know what I was getting into and I was just like, you know, shit on the wall and see what suck. Um it was it was really fun, especially uh in the fact that we landed on Golden Boy, which is 
both critically acclaimed and something that seems like it's a has show, uh, I was really, really, uh, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, thank you, Has, for being the person you are, and thank you for influencing this band of idiots. Uh, <laughs> and I would, uh, I am going to rate this one probably a, a 8 out of 10, yeah. 8 out of 10, alright. Uh, Jay, what about you? Pussies, this is a 10 out of 10, that's all. <laughs> made my Man. math harder now uh pete what about you i'm kind of with jay but if they just there's like one too many scenes of kids shitting their pants one too many scenes of him licking a toilet bowl um just like stuff like that for me pete, there uh, are three too many scenes of him licking a toilet bowl. i mean yeah. two two's okay two's okay okay <laughs> that's little you know about comedy rule of threes is basic you do something three times and golden it's, boy needs to do something different and that's what makes golden boy golden boy i'm giving it a nine it was a, it was so much fun yeah, if, if nobody else got me, I know Pete got me. Woo! Nine for Golden Boy from Pete. All right, Haz, what about you? Yeah, man, Golden Boy was fun. Uh, I really liked a lot of it. I think, I think Golden Boy has bad, bad bitches and design, and I just, I'm a big fan. I think, I think to Miles' point, it is true that it was a little too good for for a Haz week show. It was a little too. Like you know, <laughs> give it a that, four. Well, I nah. <laughs> well, I did. Well, I did. Like I said earlier, I really enjoyed this show casually, right? Like I, I really was entertained, and I feel like it's what it did best was make me feel like I started watching anime. Um, when I used to get attached to these like a cast of of harem characters that were never gonna get development, but I could insert myself, and I was mad it was over. <laughs> um. But I think like certain episodes were like this the when they were more grounded it took me out of it a little bit, a little bit. I would have preferred it just be dumb fun the whole time for real. And as a result, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten from Haz. Alrighty. Uh I am also on the eight out of ten train. I think uh yeah, like, some of the scenes were just too over the top for me. And I, I also felt like the I'm glad it was as short as it was because I think the horny bit or, Oh, I get it. Ha ah, He's really horny. That bit ran pretty dry for me pretty quickly. I mean, they did diversify it enough where it was interesting at least, or, or, or kind of funny, like once or twice an episode, but it, it got overwhelming for me. So, uh, but I, I have to say, I, I was not expecting this at all from this show. I was expecting to be a little more frustrated by it, especially by the end of the first episode. I was like, how am I going to get through all of this? And then episodes three, four, and six happened, and I think that that helped me out a lot with it. So, uh, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me. So, yeah, that'll average our scores out to... It was the calculator's fault, not mine, by the way, totally. Um, an 8.5 is what we average out to based off my math uh which is higher than the uh than mal has it mal has an 8.04 i wonder if we had other people too uh from our club and other like people in our discord in what our if our score would have gone up or down trent loves uh, it so i feel like it'd probably go i feel like we all would just johnny like probably would have been fine on it i feel like yeah johnny's yeah. a seven for sure yeah. i don't think eight, johnny's yeah. ever given anything higher than a seven <laughs> i think it's just all sevens he gave me eight of this and died. Oh wait, yeah, you know, yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't there for that. Never mind. He wasn't there, but he he did do that. Yes, he, did, he does yeah. like me of this. Um, 
but yeah, no, either way, I, I just, I think that's interesting. Uh, we're, we're pretty, pretty significantly higher compared to normal on, on a show. Um, I, I bet it's just a lot of people getting turned off by the ironically turned off by the horny bits, you know? So, um, so yeah, that'll wrap up our discussion in golden boy and, uh, miles, what are we watching for the week of, uh, July 24th? Yes. So people voted and I'm going to click the thing that gets me to the points that scored. Okay, great. Um, so in third place, we have kids in the slope. Um, yeah, didn't make it. In second place, we have Astra, Lost in Space. Hey! hey. It's second legacy point. Uh, in first week, uh, we have uh, what is Dead May Never Die, Has Weeks, Continues, Megalobox Nomad. So we will be watching season two of Megalobox. Hey! Hey! JW, let's. That's how we fucking do it. That's how we fucking do it, baby. We. Week where I gotta watch two seasons of anime where everybody watches one. Yeah, you're gonna gonna love it. Yellow box is mostly just people punching each other, so you'll be okay. That's Mm -hmm. fair, and it's awesome. Yeah, frankly, super cool. (laughs) It might be what I wanted Baki to be. So it's better than Baki. I mean, it's better than Baki, but I wanted Baki to be good. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, sweet. And uh, so before the episode uh, started, we kind of decided that. We're going to stick with this has week idea because uh, it's a, it's free content within our own already free content of a club. And we're going to go week to week and nominate shows uh, based on all of our club members. And uh, we figured why not start off with Pete uh, because that's a really easy person to nominate for because. Watched a lot of anime. I have. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's nominate or, or discuss what shows we're nominating for Pete. Cat, why don't you set us off? Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I'm mixing awesome. things up. Great. Uh, okay, so me and Pete have only watched this show, it seems like, and everyone else has just refrained from looking at it. I love it. He loves it. He's nominated it several times. I'm going to nominate it now. I'm nominating uh, Ace of B, Ace of Base. Ah, Workshop That's of Fun, baby. Yes, it is hilarious. My favorite comedy of all time. Yeah. That's a really good nomination for Pete. I like that. All right, sweet. So uh, that's Cat's nomination. Jay, what about you to keep, stick with alphabetical order? Uh, come back to me. I'm deciding between two. Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Uh, Pete, what are you nominating for Pete Week? Well, if there's one thing that I really Pete like... to nominate for Pete Week? We should yes, I, do. I don't think Pete gets Well, I do. I would say no. Who knows me better than me? Most people. Me, Most people. for sure. Right. Okay. Did, didn't Has nominate for that? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, I'm a veto this as head honcho. Uh, I'm a mm-hmm. uh, eminent domain or whatever on the podcast. Um, okay, sure. What's your nomination? There's two things I love. It is seasonals and it is shoujo. So why not knock out both of them at the same time? I'm nominating Uku or Oku. So I wanted to bring this up. We all have to okay that because episode one is like 80 minutes long. Yeah, but it's right? only 10. It's only 10 episodes. So it like averages out to 12. Okay. Great. That works then. Cool. All right. Uh, Uku it is uh, for Pete. Uh, Jay, are you ready or do you need? Uh, uh, sure. I can do this. I'm going to, you know what? It was between the, it was either the, yeah, I'm just going to go with Otaku Elf. <sighs> okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Otaku yeah, Elf was that's... so good. 
That's a show. There the you number go. sixty-six highest-rated show on any list this year. <laughs> this year, this year. Okay, yes. All right. from the spring say, like, season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bust out my three volumes of Otaku Elf. <laughs> Let's go. Sheesh. Alrighty, uh, Has. What are you nominating for Pete Week? Oh man, I I just want to say I have a nomination, but I would like to before that also mention Pete. So, he watches way too much anime. A lot. Um, I so I was gonna originally uh do Barakamon, but so good. Then, but then I was like, I I couldn't in my soul as has to do that. So I I went to recommended a few layers, and I found one. And Pete's watched it, but I bet he hasn't watched it in a while. So, um, I want to nominate. School Babysitters. Oh, Gaki Babysitters Whoa. is so good. That's also a show, Joe. Let's go. You feel me? Gaki Babysitters yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> Pete Week was Yo, if you like shit in your pants, vote for Gaki Babysitters. I didn't. You know. I did, I did what I could. They're I kids. I They're I did, kids. They're I did what I could. Yeah, I get it. I did what I could. Where right to go, here. Has? Woo! Alright, um... Oh, uh, I guess I'll go uh, to stick with alph- alphabetical. Uh, I was stuck uh, on a couple shows. Uh, I am not going to nominate Rocket Ocean Joe, though. I'm going to instead nominate uh, a show that I adore and I think a lot of people would really enjoy in this group beyond just Pete. Uh, it's I can't understand what my husband is saying. I'm going to nominate mm. seasons one, season one and season two just because they, it is a combined, I think, hour or so both seasons because it's three minute episodes uh for 13 episodes each i know that math doesn't add up but it's an hour and a half sorry yes an hour and a half of content so seasons one and two of i can't understand what my husband is saying i think that we'd have a lot of fun with that show uh so yeah uh miles what are you nominating i thought long and hard about what pete likes and i was looking through shows we got adult cast for the show we got romance for the show we got workplace for this show. Watercoy? Uh, no. You already did Watercoy. I know, it was a joke. It's important that friends support their friends, but it's also important that friends test their friends mm. and see how true their love to those things I just mentioned are. Mm-hmm. Which I is why I wedding. Which is why. I flew to your wedding. <laughs> I spent hundreds of dollars. <laughs> What have you done for me? Well, you know. Invited you he, to his wedding. Anime, oh, we'll I had the honor of attending. Um, hey, the, the podcast was in my wife's vows. Think about that. that um, actually, that, that honestly, I tell that story to this day. That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember, all those things I said about what I'm about to say are true. These are all things with it. The show is called A Sister Is All You Need. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And it is a oh, my. workplace. <laughs> oh Rob my! Oh my! <laughs> no! You know what's gonna Damn. happen is everyone's gonna put this as like third, and it's gonna win, <laughs> and everyone's gonna be like, "Why are we watching this? I only voted for third, and it's like, well, guess what, dumb dumb? That's why." No, I, well, I do. Wa- I do want to qualify. To much of my amazement, the main character in this doesn't have a little sister. He just writes stories about little sisters. Yeah, it's like... Ah. Okay, yeah. 
All right. It makes it so much better, Pete. You don't get it. Yeah, like, this, is, again, this is. I'm getting heavy. Worse. I'm getting oh. very heavy. It's not real vibes. They're just pictures vibes. <laughs> I. Just so, have to watch to find out. So, he likes writing stories thing. about 300-year-old dragons. Yeah. We're here to review, okay? Here's not necessarily thing. agree. Okay, bef before <laughs> we move to the next thing, I just want to be on the record that Miles could eat a bag of dicks. Respect. Can't wait to watch but, it in two weeks. Here's the thing, though. I feel like... I, I feel like like when we were nominating... I When Pat nominated, I was like... That has got to be the most non-Pete show that's going to be nominated yep. today. And then Miles um, one-upped it. And then Miles one-upped it. The yeah. thing is, that mine, on paper, if you mm -hmm. just looked at Mal, and you looked at that little corner, is a Pete show. And yeah, I'm yeah. curious Yeah, on paper. Yeah, but I'm curious This is a visual see. medium. <laughs> you were, it was, <laughs> is it paper visual, I thought? Yeah, I wait, know. what does um, that even yeah, mean? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, no. And also, eyes the show I put up was on your plan to watch and has adult fucking in it. Like, I don't know what more to say. Like, that is, that is, no, like, you, for the has week, you nominated something that you've been trying to get. Yes. To yeah. Like, yeah, yes, like, this is a show I, like, I have already watched too, so I don't care uh, about watching it again. It's yeah. sus. Yeah, it's sus. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you... I would nominate something that I want to watch and that my yeah. the person would want to watch. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. And that's every why it's not time. winning. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the system is fucking corrupt. <laughs> I, guess so. I guess so. I don't know. I thought that this was a good nomination, but um... <laughs> that is all I know. I know we do not. A trust sister is all you know. I that was all you need. Oh, it's all you need. I did, this is the the sequel. He gets Alzheimer's. It's all he knows now because he's in prison. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. For you know what? I'm going for this number one. Let's see what the fuck. <laughs> no, <Jerry>. no. <laughs> but I'm doing it too. I can't lie. Fuck it, with Paul. <laughs> I hate it's it. Really here. evil out here. For real, Pat. You got to go for blood with these. Okay. Uh, let's, out. Yeah, let's let's wrap up. Alright, I'll do it. Alright. <laughs> if you have made this far and you want to support us, the best way to do so, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are watching and or listening to us on next week is the summer first impressions. Has this summer been pretty mid? Yeah, but you know what? Zom 100 exists and that shit's lit. Um otherwise if you are here for Watch Club, we will see you in two weeks for Megalobox 2 Nomad. Peace.